Hello and welcome to Winter is Crappening, a Watcher Crappens Game of Thrones podcast or House the Dragon right now because that's the one that's actually on the air. I'm Ben Mandelker and joining me as usual is the wonderful Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you doing today? Good. You know, um, loving House of the Drags yeah. halfway through the season, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Can't believe it. It's so weird watching things week to week because I'm a binger, you know, with food and television. I like it all at once, down the throat and in my eyes. And so it's weird watching something week to week. It actually makes time go faster, I think. Mm. Does it? Yeah, I I like spreading it out. Actually, I'm actually I I'm, I don't have enough patience to binge watch shows on end. I I can only watch maybe two one hour episodes in a row. I cannot do a whole day. I find that to be very challenging. So I like being getting getting drips and drabs of this show every week. That's that works for me. Yeah, it's working for me. I love it, and I think especially because this show jumps time so much, and every episode is like a tentpole event. You know yeah. that. I mean, I like it. I really like it this way. Guys, let's go back to weekly viewing. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Um, before we do that, though, just a reminder that uh, not only do you, can you listen to us, as you might be doing right now, you can also watch us uh, record this episode with Crappens On Demand. That's if you go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens and you support on the Crappens On Demand level, you get access to the video component of this show, as well as, you know, for all the stuff that we uh, offer for Watch What Crappens. So go ahead and do that for the full experience. And do it. With, without further ado, let's get into this crazy episode. It's another it's another uh, Westerosi wedding, which they generally don't go well. Um, although that's not not that different from like real real life weddings. Everyone acts like like their weddings go perfectly. And I mean, I think that's the whole point with like a wedding they never go right. There's always someone who gets too drunk and tells a bad story or a band is there's someone falls over or there's an affair or a, a chandelier falls from the ceiling, which may just be fan of the opera, but I'm okay to merge the, the two concepts together. Well, especially on game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. when we find out this is going to be a wedding episode, you know, it's the red wedding, like what wedding is it? What color yeah. wedding are we going to have today? Cause it's not going to be an easy one. But before we talk about that, I'm really sorry. I just have to point this out. Last week, we were talking about how nudity on Game of Thrones is like pretty people with boobs, but then mm-hmm. ugly dudes with penises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> homely yeah. peen. The homely peen curse of Game of Thrones. And I thought it was so funny that this episode started with the preview of the documentary The Vow about mm. Keith Rainier and his sex cult. Because you want to talk about keeping a homely peen theory alive <laughs> all those people in that cult only got to see one homely peen and it was keith Rainier's. and i was like mm. god do they listen to us I think they, so. does the preview intern listen to watch what crappens because <laughs> let's put up the let's put up a homely peen homely peen <laughs> odyssey billboard like the billboard for homely peen the keith rainier documentary okay yeah so uh weddings you know weddings. we all love them and what do you buy her anyway like what do you buy these people what do you buy wedding? what do you get the the bride who already has it all you know um you know maybe a flat screen tv i don't see any in the castle <laughs> i'm not <laughs> buying anybody a flat screen for their tv you know there's a spatula you know? well she's That's probably offensive. like 
you know, like her her like wedding website's probably all annoying. It's from like the knot. And it's like in lieu of gifts, please consider making a donation to our honeymoon. We would like to go to Old Town, you know, something like that. Oh God, honeymoon fund. <laughs> so um, let's. They're see. calling so- this the Green Wedding, by the way. And by they, I mean at least one article I read because Allison wears green. They're like, oh, it's the Green Wedding because everyone likes adding the colors. So you know. I don't think it's the strongest label for a wedding, but yeah. I can say I have seen talk of a green wedding. Also, by the way, you really, really know things are going to go wrong with, with this wedding because they, they lean into the fact that these weddings always go wrong by giving us like five minutes of like happiness, like people smiling, which has literally not happened this entire season. Like there's not been one smile this entire season. <laughs> and now finally, like, hey, let's get down on the dance floor. Let's like let's like tear up this dance floor with some good old fashioned hands raised by your head dancing where we look like you know the 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 whisks in a KitchenAid you know it's the best time ever you always knew something's gonna go wrong yeah when you see about 150 white people start doing the macarena on the dance floor <laughs> you know someone's about to die someone's okay. gonna die yeah so we open at a castle far far away and a white horse which symbolizes a you know a good person and this is lady on a white horse and her I also want older to point- cousin guy is like, who, yeah. cousin? She's like, cousin. And he's like, yes, cousin. She's like, I'm cousin. And I was like, are you guys cousins? Are you going to fuck? Because I'm <laughs> They're gonna Game fuck. of Thrones. Is this, is this a prelude to a fuck? Where are we? Who are you? Yeah. And he's like, what's today's quarry? Rabbit? And she's like, do you not see I'm on like a full fucking horse? It's going to be a deer. You think I need a whole horse to kill a rabbit, sir? Okay. I also would like to point out that the sky is um, mostly cloudy, but not fully cloudy. So there's some ray rays of sun that are piercing through the clouds, which on this show, that's like a full on like beach party day. Okay. They're like, wait a second. There's three rays of sunlight. Let's go. We got a shirts are coming off today. <laughs> Would you like some ball fat to slather your face with? Make sure you don't get anything. SPF 30. <laughs> that uh so she's like i'm going to get dear cousin he's like cousin would you like some company she's like no cousin he's like are you sure cousin okay i know you're trying to allude to maybe some sexual tension but also when somebody says do you want company and the other person says no they're gonna die yeah so we're like who is this person and how is she about to die that's how the episode starts yeah my favorite kind of episode of anything really and 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 game of thrones or the or house the dragon um you know they they, they're always setting you up for something terrible happening if they make nice what if they have there's nice weather and smiles so we have nice weather in this scene so she's gonna go off um uh and she's and i'm already i'm intrigued by her because i'm like is this basically Jon snow she looks like Jon snow right like has anyone else knows this is basically Jon snow without the beard right so she's like galloping along there's no music so we know especially that something's gonna go wrong but we don't know why we care if something goes wrong but she's just going along and she's riding her horse and she goes through a valley and then there's like there's a, a man in like a hood standing ominously kind of like an impasse and she sees him and then she's like husband so like oh it's damon yes and it's damon and so she's like what brings you to the veil or has you have you finally come to consummate our marriage (laughs) the veil sheep might be willing even if i'm not (laughs) i was like okay okay so wait a minute comic (laughs) yeah 
so put who a brick is, wall behind her. <laughs> who is shit talking and telling her the gossip that he said he'd rather fuck a sheep in the veil or whatever. So someone's been gossiping to her, which I love. I love that gossip can travel like that even when you're that far away. You know, yeah. it's like it took a month for it to get there. But she's like, oh, I just heard it this morning. You motherfucker. <laughs> it took three years to get here, but I heard it. You eyebrowless motherfucker. Literally. <laughs> And uh, she's like, or perhaps your brother has at last had his fan of your company cast you aside in favor of a little girl. That must make you feel good. (laughs) And, you know, we've been hearing a lot of Rhea. Her name is Rhea. We've been hearing a lot of her. Uh, I believe that Damon called her. He's like, my bronze bitch. So (laughs) we were like expecting some either like grotesque lady or last week I said it's either got to be someone like grotesque or someone who can be like a gay icon. We're like, yes, queen. Like I was like excited for Rhea to be this spurned, like the equivalent of like a spurned housewife drinking martinis at home, you know, in the veil. And she's just like a like a good hunter who's out to get a she's like get some a deer. she's like some hot chick who she's more like a real Pearlman like yeah. a hot real Pearlman you know it's like a sarcastic <laughs> waitress at Cheers. That's how you know this show is written by straight men because if it was a gay man writing it, it'd be like oh so she's so angry because Damon's off trying to find someone else so she's at home with the martini checking out the gardener outside the castle and that's all she wants and she just comes out in the bathrobe smoking a cigarette seducing the guy. That's what would happen if we were in charge of this show. Yeah, if we were in charge of it, she would be she would be cast uh, with uh, like Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, (laughs) it'd be Jennifer Coolidge trying to seduce the gardener of the Vale, because there has to be a gardener, by the way. Let's not act like there aren't gardeners. There's a gardener, and she's seducing him. And I'd be like, can we go back to that storyline? I care about that more than anything else. Yeah, back to fuck a sheep. (laughs) Hey, you want to help me in here? My husband can't help. He can't get anything done, if you know what I'm saying. But you look like you could finish the job. Come on in. We're like icon she is an icon so damon approaches the horse to pet it and it's like oh no dragon i I thought he attacked the horse i don't think he pet it i thought he was like no he's like coming to put his hand to pet the horse's face and the horse backs up and so uh real pearlman's like um so what are you gonna do now sammy huh oh yeah strike the child down what are you gonna do murder the kid because you can't be king huh what is it sammy and um ria's not that smart let's be honest she's She's not smart. Well, <laughs> I like, she, sees, I like, she yeah. sees the look in his eyes and she's like, oh, hell no. And she reaches for her bow, which God bless people trying to like protect themselves back then. They're like, bows don't kill people. People do. And when bows <laughs> do kill people, they kill them extremely slowly and with a giant warning. Right? Listen, Rhea, she's a little slow on the uptake. She's allegedly a great hunter. And yet there's her husband who she knows is actively trying to get out of this marriage and who she knows is he's like evil. She knows he's evil. And he shows up dressed in evil, like, like official capital E evil, like a, like an evil hood. Yeah. He's hiding and he's standing there. He has evil stance. His like legs are apart. His arms are apart. He looks literally like he's ready to kill something. And she's like, what are you doing here? You impotent fool. You're so stupid. You're trying to get out of this marriage. What are you going to do to try to get out of this marriage? Are you going to try to murder me? No, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, so she like keeps on with him, and so he 
she's like reaching for the bow and then he does something to spook the horse. I don't know. Oh, probably lifts his hood up a little bit to be like, eyebrow free bitch. And the horse was <laughs> like, oh, hell no. And then so the horse jumps back and she falls off the horse. And then the horse jumps like falls all the way back onto her and crushes her into a state of paralysis. The horse, like, uh, I feel like she needs to work on that. It's too, too little too late, but she probably, you know, if you, this is a horse you're going to take into battle to go Your hunting, horse get a more needs, chill horse. Get a, get a chill horse. Get a horse get a who's, horse. like, used to, like out-of-the-ordinary things happening, you know what I mean? Like, if your horse is freaked out by an eyebrow-free face to the point where it knocks you off of itself and falls backwards, I mean, that's, like, that horse is easily spooked. I'm going to say it there. And Mm. also horses with airbags. Yeah. Front and back. Or, um... If your if your husband who, who you realize your husband's there to kill you, if you realize you're in a lifetime movie, you're like an old fashioned lifetime movie. Turn the horse around and run away. Turn it's around. actually like don't go for the boat. Like ride the horse up the hill and then take out that bow and kill. I mean, this is like a I. I you know, but Maybe you're one of great. those people who doesn't watch Lifetime, I can tell. Like, I would never watch a Lifetime movie with you because you're putting too much sense into things. You know, I'm just going to say this. Hindsight is 2020. Okay. okay? Hindsight yeah. is twenty twenty. Either way, we didn't all know when we're going to be murdered. I mean, how are you supposed to know? Yeah, huh? but I just feel like, yeah. Well, either way, I'm going to um, die in a stupid way, like falling down in the bathroom because I keep forgetting things that I organize in my bathroom cabinet, and then I'm like, oh my god, I need that tube of toothpaste in the shower right now. So mm. I come out of the shower and then I slip and fall, and you'd be like, well, why would you come out of the shower when you know that this tile is slippery? Final destination. How the fuck? I didn't so, know, yeah, I didn't know this was yeah. the day I was gonna die. That's why. Well, either way, uh, I thought that he like made he like tried to attack the horse or something. Either way, whatever happened, she she's on the ground, and then he like he steps on her arm, like he's gonna like maybe like stomp on it or break her arm. Oh, I or think something. you think if she can feel it. Oh, oh, that's an interesting theory. It's so like, are like, you paralyzed yet? <laughs> okay, <laughs> should I leave now? You're paralyzed, right? Okay, I'll, I'll be back. And, and she's whimpering. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> So he starts to walk away, and then when he walks away, of course, Rhea, Rhea just can't help herself. She goes, I knew you couldn't finish Craven, which... Yeah, she's like, oh, you're not going to leave me a tip, Sammy? Okay, well, let me leave you a tip, okay? Purple pills, okay? Okay, droopy <laughs> pain, purple pills. And he's like, that's it, I've heard it. No one calls me a cut purse. I called you a Craven. That's even worse. I can't believe you used the CR word. So, so he picks up a rock and he walks over to her and he's like, uh, and then he goes to slam it down and it cuts immediately to a fish getting its head chopped off because now we're on a boat. Okay. We're on a boat traveling across the, perhaps through the stepstones to, to get to Corliss's place, Driftmark. And uh, the king is there. I assumed the king was seasick, but I think the king just the king has COVID. The king I, I, is I, all some, kind of COVID. <laughs> king has COVID. Let's, let's be no, honest. You don't barf with COVID. He's barfing. Well, He's like full on barfing. Well, he he may have he, he could have food poisoning. Here's what happened. Okay, the actor came in. He has COVID, and they're behind with the production. They're like, we have to we have to meet our production deadline. Let's just work it into the script that the king is sick. Okay, no one will have to, no one has to know he really has COVID. I think that the king is a wuss. I'm gonna say yeah. that. Okay, even though he eventually dies of some illness, I'm still like, get over it. You know, it's just how I was raised. Like, I don't feel good. Get over it. No one feels good. It's part of being healthy. Like, yeah. Okay, thanks, mom. Hugs. So, um, Otto has been let go. Okay, fired. Yeah. His little brooch was taken away, and so now 
the king is barfing on a boat, and he's stuck with his new hand, Meatloaf. Okay, so now Meatloaf <laughs> is his hand, and he's barfing all over. Incidentally, by the way, his actual hand is now Meatloaf. Yes, his hand, his hand is decayed into meatloaf. meatloaf. And they yeah. really go with the theme because Meatloaf is like, Your Honor, take this, take this handkerchief. And he's like, this literally has Meatloaf on it. Is there any way you don't live up to your nickname? <laughs> Seriously, you're a clean hanky. So, um, uh, yeah, it's Lord Lionel's the hand now. I think his name is Lionel. I think, mm -hmm. and so, uh, and then uh, Ray 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 is there with uh, Sarah Kristen on the boat, and they're just there, you know, just two fuck buddies staring at an island as they approach. You know, what could go wrong? Nothing could possibly go wrong this episode for the two of them. Yeah, it's so awkward. Like you can't fuck your employees anymore. <laughs> what century is this? I know. So then it's a rainy castle and, um, oh, it's at the it's castle, Allison. the regular castle. Yeah. yeah. So Otto is like really taking his time with his gloves. <laughs> He's like, well, these fancy fucking gloves, they might be company ordered, but I'm taking them home. Suck my dick. Also this stapler. <laughs> I've got the stapler and a couple of packages of Nilla wafers that I've taken from the break room. So take note. So Allison goes running up to her dad and she's like, a moment. And so she runs up and she's like, I do not wish to see you go. And he goes, oh, such was the king's decision. And she's like, well, I bitterly regret it. Um, all this time, by the way, there's like a man with an enormous umbrella right behind Allison that I could not stop staring at. Was that like the queen's umbrella or something? He was just standing there, enormous, just it was a sort of going, it felt like it was going around in a circle or maybe I was projecting that. But um, I was, I wanted to know more about that umbrella. Yeah, what were they made of back then? Yeah, like that was a huge umbrella. Like, could other people have stood under it? Like, why was no one standing under it? It was raining. <laughs> so Otto's like, um, well, really, you regret it? Well, you made it possible because you chose Ray Ray over your daddy. And she's like, but she swore her innocence and I believed her. I did not foresee this was going to happen. If you had not been so relentless and advancing egg on his air, why, daddy, why would you try to make my son king? She made you go fuck the king the second that he was sad. What are you surprised about? Yeah. And he's like, so then he has this whole thing where he's like, listen, okay. The king's going to die. You just have to accept it. Did you not notice how after the last time you guys were having sex, his arm was left in your bed? Okay. It may be, it may take months. It may take years, but he's not going to be an old man. I know he looks like an old man. He's 36. It's very sad. So listen, if, if Rhaenyra succeeds him, there will be a war. Okay. And the realm is not going to accept you, Allison, partially because you have very little charisma. I'm just going to say that you're my daughter, but you have little personality. No one's going to get behind you and they're going to try to kill you. They're going to try to kill your, your sons, which may be a good thing for you. Cause I'm not sure you actually love your sons. It doesn't seem like it, but I'm just telling you, if you want to save your kids, you have to like, you have to like lean into this. Okay. You cannot be pro Rhaenyra. And yeah, he's not saying they won't accept Allison. He's saying they they're not going to accept Rhaenyra, and that's going to turn on Allison because it's like well, no, they're going to no, they're if they no, if they accept Rhaenyra. Oh yeah. Either way, the point is they're going to like the pro Rhaenyra types are going to kill off the sons. That's what he's basically right. saying. So he's like, "You fool!" And the time is coming. You prepare Egon to rule, or you hang on to Ray Ray and you pray for her mercy. You pray for her mercy. And she's like, bye, 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 bye. He's like, bye. <laughs> I've got some Nabiscos to eat in a carriage. <laughs> bye, bitch. Commercials. Here comes one right now. 
So then in the carriage, uh, the king's carriage, the king is still, you know, blarfing and turning blue. Yeah. And Ray Ray's just staring at the window like, God, I wish we could have windows that weren't made out of metal patterns <laughs> with tiny little holes in them. How am I supposed to sightsee? You know, everywhere I see just looks like little bits of gray sky coming through metal holes. What joy it is to be trapped in this metal chamber with my father puking and coughing his germs all over. I mean, could we at least get a mask? I know we don't have to mask, but sometimes we really should mask, okay? Okay. Welcome to High Tide, the coolest residence, eh? It's a bit on the nose, High Tide. What is this, like a a casino? The casino Driftmark? Welcome to the High Tide! We run the Navy, in case you couldn't tell us. We called it the High Tide. All our soap is in the shape of seashells. Welcome! (laughs) So, um, we see a blondie and a ginger practicing sword fighting in the yard. Little did we know... (laughs) They're actually sword fighting. They're actually doing it. They're doing the wiener dang, the wiener fight. They were doing flesh sword in the courtyard. It was so awkward. It was so awkward. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're there, and uh, Lionel is like really mad because Lionel's new at the job, so he really has to flex that he's like a good hand. He's like, "Why is no one here to see the king? This is absolutely ridiculous. How come we we came to the high tide? We had a reservation for four, and no one's even here. Okay, it was a VIP suite." And then we get our brother and sister team of the names. That make no sense together. Lena, Laner. Okay. <laughs> Lena, Laner. Dinner's ready. Lena, Laner. Laner, don't be a Lena. Lena, do not be a Lena. Stop touching Laner. Laner, Lena, Lena, Laner. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the perks about the high tide is that at nine o'clock, there's a free performance by Lena and Laner in the the Seashell Lounge where they perform some wonderful show tunes. You really must see their act. Oh, please enjoy. <laughs> Lena and Laner. <laughs> so then um, uh, Meatloaf is like, what is the meaning of this lady, Lena? Well, actually, not Lena, Lena. Is it my accent? Is it my accent? <laughs> no, it's our names, actually. And she's like, well, our father has just returned, and he waits your grace's arrival down very, very long hallways. Surely your grace is feeling up to it. Need some help there, Kingy? He's like... <gasps> <gasps> And meanwhile, so by we the could way, do this in the driveway. All right, <laughs> I'm really Wait. ready to trek. I don't have my my fitness pal turned on. All right, set, reset my activity rings. Meanwhile, Lena is now grown up. She's no longer an eight year old girl. She now is. I don't know how much time has passed, but she now appears to be like twenty two. But we know that she's probably like a teenager. Either way, she's gorgeous now. So I think the king is probably like, damn it. So. um so they, they go inside, uh, but then we go back over to um, King's Landing, and we're in that like garden area where that, there's that crying tree, and uh, and and um, Laris is there. Laris is the guy who, when they went on the hunt, he was like, "Oh, I have a club foot, so I guess I'll just sit with the ladies and gossip, because that's what I'll do." So. I was and thinking. he sure does. He is the gossipy little bitch of this show. And how come they always make the bad guys have a cane? I yeah. don't like that. It's not I actually nice. don't like it either. I actually was thinking to myself, like, I thought he was going to be sort of like our champion. Like, oh, he's not like this strong knight, but he's actually like a warm soul who actually listens. And he sits with the women and he understands them. And I thought that's what it was going to be. They're like, nope. Nope, he's differently able, so therefore he is going to be evil. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, you go HBO. So, uh, yeah, this is an episode of that, you know, if you get angry about that sort of thing, about, yeah. about a lot of that sort of that. <laughs> woke, go, woke, go, broke. My right, HBO? They care a lot about that stuff. So anyway, Alicent is in the garden, and uh, Larry, I'm sorry, I will not give him the respect of his normal name because he's such a bitch already, okay? <laughs> it's like day one, and he's such a bitch. Larry. <laughs> Just so you know, my father Larry listens, so you better be careful. You might get on his well, bad love side. love that Larry. Love that Larry. Okay, <laughs> add an N to the end of your name, and I will not respect you as much, okay, Larry? <laughs> but, oh, uh, so he's like, and he's as villainous as possible, isn't he? I he's know. like, like over kind the top. of hobbling. He's like, remember me, the one with the club foot? Well, listen here. <laughs> Look at this flower. An outsider among the natives. It's like a little on the nose lair. I know. Okay. Now, at this point, if I were Allison, because Allison's walking around, I'd be like, um, creepy. Like, can someone get this guy out of here? He's like, I'm sorry. I love this rare bloom, indigenous to Bravos. Now, excuse me. I have some Smiths to kill. Azriel! I'm like, is this guy Gargamel? What's going on? It's like, well, it shouldn't be thriving here. Major. Such a mystery, isn't it? I'm like, oh, God. Can you just when say people hi, start going been? off on how mysterious nature is, you know they're about to fuck you over. Yeah. How about this, Laris? How about, um, hey, what's up? How's it going? It's nice weather today, right? You look really... Actually, I love this dress on you. Wait, did you see... Did you see... Uh, did, did you see Big Brother last night? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Like, something. Just... Like, hey, oh my God, you come to the garden too? I'm new here. I'm Larry. You might know my father, Meatloaf. He works for your dad now. <laughs> so kind of new to the office. Dad wanted me to get a summer job. So I'm thinking maybe some filing. But I mean, it's really <laughs> not as easy as it sounds. Am I right? Check but, out this flower. Know. I thought this was indigenous to Bravos, but it's here. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? I you like know, it's it. It's funny. I was just organizing the snack room and there's a bunch of nabiscos missing which is crazy it's like my first day do i tattletale on somebody or <laughs> i don't know god this job's already a mystery isn't it but instead he's like <laughs> instead he's like the snack room has vacancies the nabiscos <laughs> once were there but now they're not strange how things disappear in life it's like just say the nabiscos are missing okay Otto took them she knows it's her dad she saw them she literally snuck out some fig newtons for him no, instead of being likable, he's got to be like, oh, look at you, like a flower from Bravos. Everyone hates you. should be dead by now, but you're not. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> and she is so desperate to have anyone talk with her that she's like going to hang out with the, the, the creep in the garden. Like the creep with the cane in the garden. She's like, well, I guess I've got nothing else to do. So I guess I'll talk to him. So um, she's like, it's a dark day for the ram. Your father was a good man. Now, why does Larry... Why is Larry... What? Oh, I think I just realized. I was about to say, why is Laris so pro Otto when it's hit, like his dad was the one is is in power? But I think that he hates his dad because his dad probably treated him like shit. Because remember, he was like, oh, everyone else gets to go out on the hunt, but I don't get to. So he probably resents his dad and therefore is pro Otto. I'm working this out as I talk. <laughs> as we go. Huh? So she's like, your father's a good man too. Now he took my father's place. Isn't that nice for you? And he's like, oh, well, it was real sad about your dad departing. At least he got those gloves. I won't tell anybody. Or I don't want to. No, I feel it was an injustice, to be honest. And she's like, what do you know about it? And I like that she gets bitchy with him. She's like, and what's your problem? All right. Yeah. And he's like, well... When one isn't invited to speak much, he's invited to observe. So which is it? 
What do you think? I'm not invited to speak much. And yet here you are speaking away. Doing a lot of speaking from someone who just observes. Okay. So (laughs) she goes, well, I have no shortage of allies. I have a lot of friends. There's um, Sue. She comes in a lot. She has the big head thing. She like takes my babies from me. She hates you. I heard. I heard heard gossip. Sue hates you. She calls you bony bone. (laughs) Oh, I... (laughs) Green I heard her say bone that. Bone. I, I thought she, she was. I thought that was like an inside joke she was workshopping to use on me. But okay, <laughs> she's so. actually suggesting to the other nursemaids that you're injecting botulism into your eyebrows. Oh, that's so, outrageous! But you know, the truth is, it's never too early to start. I mean, it's, sometimes <laughs> it's preventative, but it's still an outrageous accusation. But but just letting you know, it's if it, if it did happen, it, it's not crazy. Uh, she's like state your purpose limpy because he's really he's not subtle at all right he's like need a friend she's like um what do you want all right and he's like um well i wonder if your friend ray ray can be relied upon now that she's unwell she's like unwell like the matchbox 20 song i hadn't heard (laughs) of such a thing he goes oh Forgive me, Your Grace. It's just that on the very same night that your father was dismissed, the Grand Meister delivered a tea to the princess's chambers. A tea? Was it oolong? Oh, gray? It was Green. like skinny tea, but for your womb. Mm-hmm. She's like, wait a second. Well, my question is, who told you this, sir? How do you yeah. know this? I'll bet he's the poop. He's the he's the womb poop tea maker. There, I'm calling it right now. He did it. He's starting all of this shit. The war was started by this guy. Don't ignore people just because they're different yeah. than you, okay? Because mm-hmm. maybe they can grow up and fuck up your whole life. She's like, so what? So what's the tea? He's like, oh, I just told you. No, but what is the tea? I just told you. But what is the tea? Tell me the tea. Tell me about the tea. I just told you about the tea. But you haven't told me the tea. Thank you. That was our comic bit. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> So uh, he's like, yes, the king told her to take that tea. I hope she's not unwell. And she's like, "Um, well, I don't know, because she went with the king. You know, I've scrolled her, but God knows how long that's going to take. I don't even know if they have service out there. And he's like, oh, must have been an error then. You know, what a relief. Thank God she didn't fuck her uncle or possibly the knight or anyone, really. Possibly not. I don't know. Oh, so glad that was just some sort of mint tea, not some morning after tea. So Allison's like, yes, yes. But she's like angry. She's like really, really angry. So she does her like angry version of just staring off. And um, poor Allison, she gets manipulated every single episode. Like she has not had really really any thoughts for herself, right? Like everyone just tells her different things. Everyone lies to her. And she's like, but, but. And then she like pulls at her hands a little bit. And this poor queen, okay, so they've got this guy, like, guys, we get it, okay, he's evil. But then as they pull back, I'm like, is he walking around in his silk bathrobe? He's just, like, walking around the castle in his bathrobe, like, call me if you need me, tea lover. (laughs) So now now the king is walking through Driftmark, and he enters the Hall of Nine, which is the, which is, like, Corliss's main room. And he's in there with the hand, and then Le- then uh, Lena like pulls R- Rhaenyra, and like, like we're gonna go off somewhere. So Corlys is sitting on his throne, total power move that he's sitting on a throne, and he's like come twiddling. He's tw- he's like tapping his fingers on the throne, like oh god, now I've got to wait for him to make it through the hallways. Take all day long. <laughs> I know. He's like made it all, chap. 
Did you make it here? Here on my restoration hardware throne. I'm like, now that's a throne. Yeah. Welcome to the president's suite at, at high tide, the high tide casino and bar. So then, um, so then Corliss gets up out of his throne and he like bows down in front of the king and the king's like, <coughs> he's like, thank you so much for coughing on my head. That's a great honor to have your saliva and germs in my hair. Thank you so, so much. We do have a masking policy in here. I, I, I don't know if I, you saw the sign at the, in the lobby of, of High Tide, but we, we do encourage masking here, sir. Mm, so Your get grace. up, get off the floor then, get up. And so he's like, oh, well, thanks for having me and everything. Thanks for the walk. That was lovely. <laughs> All right. Next time, can we meet on top of a goddamn mountain with no cart or anything to take me up? That would be amazing. How about you wait on one side of the ocean, I'll wait on the other, and I'll just swim to you. How about that? <laughs> 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 so then the doors fling open and Rhaenys comes out and she's like cousin she's like all happy because we haven't seen her in two weeks she's like listen hi oh good to see you um you know and and then she he's like of course like <clears throat> she's, she's like, like are you well she does that like, like thing with her lips or she's like are you well cousin he's like <laughs> 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 so Corliss is like, congratulations, Meatloaf. I can't think of a better hand. Right? Pity about Sir Otto, isn't it? And the king's like, well, you know, normally I don't come to lesser homes than myself. What is that made from wood? To that throne, that would kill anybody in battle. No, it didn't kill anybody with wood. <laughs> no. But here I am. Despite spending all my days in the Red Keep, the halls of high tide never failed to impress, and that those water fountains you installed in the front, swinging back and forth to Frank Sinatra, what beautiful touch, so classy. I waited 20 minutes for them to go off, and it was worth it. The high tide Lagio. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. <laughs> uh, so then, um, they, you know, they make small pleasantries or whatever. Uh, Corliss is like, oh, so I heard about Damon's wife passing. Tragedy. I mean, Rhea Perlman, what a gift to the world. You know, Danny <laughs> DeVito has been speechless since. <laughs> and Rainey's is like, accident. Mm, fell from a horse, right? Oh, God, the gods are cruel, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and the king of course knows he's like yes very cruel Ugh. so um uh so then they're saying renice is like you know the sad thing is that damon and rhea had no heirs to succeed her so she and damon are to inherit all of runestone which honestly i think it's a great deal i mean runestone open concept close to town you know, but not close to the road, so you don't hear a lot of the horse traffic. I think it's a great deal for them. Mm, Rune, my favorite character in big business. You know, everything's <laughs> going to go great for them. I see great things in their future. And the king's like, can we talk about happier things? My God, anybody watching only murders in the building. <laughs> Quite silly, yet fully entertaining. I've been watching only murders in Runestone, actually. It's been very good. <laughs> only murders in the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Only motors in the hilly landscape. Oh, it's uh, wonderful. So the king's like, listen, just had a really long walk. Thanks again for that. So how about we make our children marry each other? All right. Listen, they're just cousins. I mean, that's basically being strangers in this town. Am I right? Corliss <laughs> <laughs> is like, you honor both me and my house. And uh, by the way, uh, so I was 
I just want to like throw something by you. Like, how's the succession going to be handled? Because I was thinking that the kids could have our last name. What do you think? Yeah, I want our children to have. I want the children to take our last name. Also, we want control of the pigeon gram. <laughs> I mean, look at my wife, your cousin. Do you think that she's going to settle for just losing our name? I mean, for crying out loud, she has some evil things to do. Okay, mm. so let's come on. Let's get this show on the road, huh? So the king is like, well, Ray Ray is my heir. And upon my death, my titles will be passed to her, of course. But her child, regardless of sex, will become heir, if that makes you happy. And he's like, well, but the name? He's like, well, surely you're not having a problem with her name simply because she's a woman. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to go back and tell everyone you're a misogynist? Oh, wait, that would probably work in your favor, actually, in this town. So... <laughs> I'm stopped. Let's just go splitsies on the name, all right? Popular ones will have your name. The ugly eyebrowless ones will take my name, all right? <laughs> They'll learn swagger. They'll learn swagger. Well, let's. How about we do like a, a a mishmash? Okay, you're Valerian. We're Targaryen. So we'll take the first part of my name, the last part of yours. We'll call it call them Targaryen. Yeah, that works. <laughs> It doesn't work. All right, Targless. How about that? Targless. <laughs> Tar Sounds a little negative. Like that. Vartan? Vartarian? Vartuglian? Vartagalian? Corgarian. 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 How about the Targaryen experience presented by the High Tide Casino and Spa? They must dance to fly me at the moon. Fly me to the moon at their wedding. All right. I need that in writing. Can we get a special arena built for <laughs> Lena and Lenor in the Red Keeps that way they can really explode their show? <laughs> now that's a couple name. Lenor. There you go. Le Lena, Lenor, Lenor, Leona, Leon, Le Leonor, Le Lor, Laura, Lenora, Hemsley. <laughs> so the king's like, oh God. <laughs> Get him a chair! Get him a chair! Get him a chair! Chairs what got me into this mess. Probably. I don't know. There's not proof of that. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Let's get on with it. Listen, upon their birth, they'll take their father's name. However, at such a time when they first ascend to the throne, they'll use Targaryen. All right? So you can have all the powerless babies, and we'll have the powerful baby. Do you understand? It seems all fair, right. right? And can we discuss pronouns? Oh, for crying out loud, how much do you want from me? <laughs> Dragons rule. Boys drool. Have we got that? <laughs> can we agree? Dragons will rule for a hundred years. Do we have it? And they're like, okay, sounds great. And Rhaenys <laughs> is like, oh, God, fabulous. Glad I wore pants for this. <laughs> so now we're on the beach. And uh, Rhaenyra and um, Lenor are, are walking along. Or as I call them, Rayleigh. And, um, I like that. Rayleigh. <laughs> it's Rayleigh. So Rayleigh's like... So, if it had to be someone, I'm glad it's you, because I know this union is not what you would choose. And he's like, well, I hold nothing against you, cousin. And she's like, dare I say, it's a matter of taste. I prefer roast duck to goose. I cannot say why. Do you get what well, I'm saying with the duck and the goose thing? Not really, because they're very similar, actually. 
roast duck and goose, like I probably wouldn't be able to tell them apart. And if they each had a special sauce, like maybe the duck had one kind of sauce, but the goose had another kind it's, of sauce. It's a metaphor, you queen. It's a metaphor. No homo. No, no homo. No homo. <laughs> She's like, girl, please. He's like, okay, homo. Little homo. Slightly homo. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Listen, we both prefer duck to goose. There, it has been established, okay? So I think no matter what, even though I've tried various poultry, I still always come back to roast duck. All right? So our appetites aren't going to... Are you still following the metaphor, Lena? You look a little lost. I'm thinking about the different sauces between roast duck and goose. (laughs) All right. Well, listen... You can have hoisin sauce. Would that make it better for you? No? Love hoisin. Love hoisin. (laughs) Love it. I mean, let's get married. It's like, all right, let's do it. All right, but listen here. All right. Um, You don't like... Listen, you fuck guys, I fuck guys. Okay? (laughs) So let's get it. I know the agreement being struck up, and it's not going to change your appetite for dick. And my appetite for dick... My appetite for dick is also going to be the same, but not your dick. You're not as closely related as the dick that I need. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's like, mm, not really. She's like, okay, <laughs> do I need to get ready to write letters from Santa every year? Because it, I need a beard. All right, but that's how what does, I'm saying. How does this fit in with the whole roast duck? Is there going to be lunch? I'm just waiting. I'm trying to understand if I have to put an order in. Okay, oh, listen. We'll perform our duty to our fathers... You can be gay, and I'll just be in whorehouses, possibly fucking my <laughs> uncle. Do you understand? Does that work for you? He's like, sounds good to me. Here's my question from this scene. Is he 20 or 60? He's one of those I, faces I cannot tell. Like, I think I, he's like 45, <laughs> but also 20. Like, He doesn't look old, but he doesn't look young. And he looks young, and he also looks old. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I agree. I also want to point out that in the scene, I wasn't quite sure what they were getting at myself. I thought they were just saying, <laughs> I was just like, well, I mean, they were talking about that. I, I thought she was just saying like, look, we both aren't into each other. So, you know, like, let's have a marriage of convenience and then I'll fuck who I want to fuck and then you can do whatever. I wasn't just, I didn't realize she was saying, listen, I know you're gay, but like, whatever, let's just like, you'll be my beard and it's, I'll be your beard and we'll just get through this. I didn't realize that until the next scene where now Coralus is with Renice and he's like, you know, He's basically saying, you know, they're talking about the kids and everything. And, um, you know, Rhaenys is like, well, you know his true nature. And I was like, oh, oh, I get the goose metaphor now. I get it. And Corliss is like, well, do they seem like they're having fun on the beach together? Because, you know, they maybe they're like they know each other. So, yes, they're familiar. And he's like, well, but like familiar, bing, 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 finger in hole, finger in hole, familiar. She's like, come on, you know that, you know, it's true nature. He's like, yeah, but she grew up pretty hot, didn't she? So I'm, I'm sure he's less gay already. <laughs> you know, thank God. She's like, you can't pray the gay away, Corley. All right. I've tried to explain this to you. It even rhymes the same. Can't pray gay away. Three but rhymes. What if we what if we enroll him in sports? Do you think that would help? Do you think sports would help? Like, oh, oh yes, God. that would help greatly. Putting a gay person in a locker full of hot, worked out naked men. Uh, he's like, well, you know, the the she, she's basically like, you know, we're putting him in danger, okay, by have like by marrying him off to her because there's gonna be there's shit's coming down the pike. We're putting him in danger, and he's like, but. 
the lords, the lords of the realm swore allegiance to her. They said they'd be down. The lords are like, it's very clear in the in the allegiance. It says, "I swear my allegiance to the queen, no matter if she marries a a a, a, a gay son." There, I said it. I must admit, he's gay. Yes, I, yes, he's gay. All right, fine. So maybe they might not stick up for their allegiance to a queen. But how about two queens? All right. <laughs> Listen. Two queens don't make a king. All right. The realm, look, look the realm will be thrilled with, with Lenor being, being the, the, the queen's consort. First of all, more disco in the realm. Everyone likes that. More show tunes. Everyone will be much better dressed around the Red Keep. I don't see why anyone would rebel against them. She's like, knives will come out. Well, actually, that was a great gay movie. I mean, not technically gay, but gays loved it. Did they gay not? Appeal. Like, I mean, Lenor saw it about five times. <laughs> She's like, uh, we could be killing our son by doing this, okay? Is this really smart? Like, putting him on a national platform where he'll get gay bashed. Like, is that smart? And he's like, excuse me, gay bashed? We own the Navy. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There absolutely will be no gay bashing. Uh, not even by the end of this episode will there even be any gay bashing. So I really don't know what you're worried about, Rainius. I really don't. All right. She's like, is it worth it? Wealth, power, pride. It's like, just put old in front of the Navy. All right. Straight people will love it. <laughs> He's like, look, I didn't waste three years on a beach being scared of crabs to not have power. Okay, we're going through with this. Yeah, and he's like, listen, this is just justice. You should have been the queen in the first place. You were robbed of that shit. And she's like, well, I never wore it because the realm would not have it show. I have myself put that business behind me. Can't you put it behind you? And they're, by the way, they're like the cutest couple. They talk like with their heads against each other and their noses touching. Yeah. And then when they say another sentence, they just like switch places and then the nose goes on the other side of the other nose i'm like you two are adorable is this how you do your taxes every how am i going to do a taxes is oh what have we spent on the i've got my chick press your chick can we do the percentages that way it's like how do you see anything talking like that there are a couple goals for sure yeah so um so now uh <laughs> So now I've always feared the day you'd have to marry a woman, and now it comes. So this is the there's a so now Lenor is hanging out in like the grass with his now mother, we find a ginger. Out. Yes, yeah. we find out that that sword fighting was not just literal; it was also figurative, which made it literally figuratively literal sword yeah. fighting. Okay, and so Jeffrey is his name. Joffrey is Joffrey. which you know bad omen. Bet. Yeah. So he's like, oh, name. so in this situation, was I the duck or the goose? <laughs> because he's I like telling the always story. saw myself as, you know, I always, I do enjoy a down comforter. So I'm really, fingers crossed for goose. He's like, you would roast duck. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, but what sauce was on me? Exactly. That's what I was talking about. She didn't really get the sauce thing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I didn't get the sauce differences between duck and goose. What a moron you're marrying. Did you even say honey mustard? Did you propose honey mustard? <laughs> no, she says like, that hoisin, which I didn't really understand what that meant. I just nodded and said, sure, that sounds cool. <laughs> I'm not hoisin! I'm honey mustard! I've come to meet my fate and you're making a jape of it. He's like, that's me! JP Joffrey. That's why they call me that. JP Joff. Joffrey the japer. So, basically, the... J the you know, Joffrey's Joffrey loves this. He's like, he's ready to have, he's ready to move off to the big city. He's been wanting to do this for years, you know. <laughs> and he's like, Finally this is great. Finally, a gay bar. Finally. 
<laughs> I know. He's like, ugh, I'm so sick of all these stupid sports bars at the high tide. God. <sighs> so, so true. And also, I love that Joffrey's name is Joffrey Longmouth. I mean, yeah. that is some funny shit. You it's know? a night of kisses, by the way. I mean, these, this show, I mean, they're basically like, oh, his name is Gay McGay McFace. Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> Queen gay of the gays. Oh, so then they wrestle. And kiss, they're like, you're a fool, no, you're a fool. And Joffrey's like, you're going to need a sworn protector. And they make out. And he's like, come on, this is better than we could have hoped for. Because obviously, you've got a paramour. And she must have a paramour of her own. Wonder who it is. Hmm. I should find that guy with the cane in the castle and mention (laughs) missing cookies in the break room. See if I can get something out of him. Joffrey's like, this should work out perfectly. Surely I shall be by your side for decades to come. So uh, now we go back to Ray. She's on the bo- she's on the boat. They're going back home. It's the morning, and Kristen comes out, and he's not wearing his armor. He's just vulnerable in his like white waffle waffle shirt, and he like he comes out. He's looking great, and up until this moment, like I'm down for Christian. I'm like you know, or Kristen, you know, like you know, he's hot. They got good chemistry. We love him. And then it turns out he sucks for the entire rest of the episode and probably the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hello, I pomaded my hair for you. And she's like, hot. So you couldn't sleep either, eh? And he's like, no, I had to see you. She's like, I had a similar desire. He's like, keep all right, keep the drill in the in the drawer in the drawer. All right. It's not time to unscrew my outfit yet. Like you're not yeah. even wearing it. I know, but I I love to make drill jokes around you. Oh, I love a drill joke. He's like, oh, we're having a serious talk here. All right. Listen, I've heard you say so many times, so many times. I mean, it's like it's kind of like almost all that you talk about about how much you loathe your sort of position and about how you're about to be married off at your father's whim with no thought of your the yearnings of your heart. And now the day comes, and Selena, he's a good, good, decent man, a little. You know, a little light in the loafers, if you know what I'm saying. You know, sort of, I bumped into him the other day and he said, Awa! And I thought, wow, that was quite an interesting reaction. But you you did not choose him. He was chosen for you. She's like, duh. Like, <laughs> what century do you think we're living in? Yeah, he was chosen for me. Could have been worse. You know, I might have had to fuck him. You know, they actually did a good job with that one. He's like, but what if there was another path? One that led to freedom. Would you tread it? Before I came here, I was a knight for the Stormland. I had knowledge of ships. They were setting sail with oranges, cinnamon, some kind of tea that made wombs poop. And I always found out where they went. So I know things. She's like, wow, so you know things. You know lots of places where things are smuggled to. Uh, Are you talking about a path to freedom or a path to poor? Because it sounds like a path to poor to me. So are you saying that there was a ship carrying oranges and cinnamon with someone making a sweet potato casserole somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yes, I'm asking you to come with me away from all this, from the the burdens and indignities of your inheritance. Let's see the world together. You'll be nameless and free to go where we love and we, where we lo- and love as we like. And in Essos, you could marry me. And yes, you would not be wealthy, but there's, there's cinnamon and, and orange. We could have a lot of orange cinnamon flavored things. I, I think we both agree it's, it's a great flavor combination. What do you think? We'd be rich, rich um, in flavor. A marriage for love. Not for crown. And she's like, oh, honey. 
Hi, me. <laughs> so she like turns her back and like kind of cries because now she's got to give him like the friend zone. She's like, yeah. um, I am the crown, Sir Kristen, okay? Or I will be. Now, listen, I may chafe at my duties. I may chafe on a horse. But do you think I choose infamy in exchange for oranges and a ship to the Shire? Listen, it's my duty to marry a great man from a noble house, and Lenore will make a great husband. And also, if I'm his sister is over. I don't have to really think hard for her name. It's very similar. <laughs> but, you know, my marriage, it doesn't have to end. So don't worry about it. We can have an understanding. I can use you when I want to. All right. And then you can go back to work and you won't get any extra pay for being my whore. Okay. Doesn't that sound good? Does that sound fun? Romantic. Guess what we have in the castle? Oranges and cinnamon. Score. <laughs> Score. We don't have to go some of oranges and cinnamon. We already have it. Have you seen the cupboards? Has Sue taken you to the kitchen? God, she's great. And he's like, he's like, he's like, so you want me to be your whore? I'm like, Kristen, you already were her whore. Okay, you were like, you gave over your life to do whatever for her. Okay, you already were the whore. All right. Sir, and I'm sorry, you guys only slept together once, and now you just want to control her destiny. And then she's like, actually, this is what I want, and now you're like, now you have an issue with it? That is called toxic masculinity, Kristen. Yeah, but, I mean, she's, like, the person in power, too, and she totally made him have sex. So, like, how was he going to uh, say no? So, that's true. I don't know. I can see a side, kind of. Except here, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, dude, get off my jock. We fucked one time. Yeah. You know, like, we've all... Like, chill. I was going to say we've all dated this person, but really I've been this person. Okay. okay. I don't know that I've actually dated. I've been this person. He's like, but we made out that time. We're not getting married. <laughs> he caught feelings real quick. He did. I mean, so at first and, and I'm like, way, okay, he just caught feelings. But then it turns into it's not feelings. He goes, but I took an oath of chastity and now I've broken it. And my sword and my white cloak. I mean, that's the only thing after my name. So I thought if we were married, I could restore. Oh, so it all comes back mm, to you. So you mm-hmm. don't love me anyway. I'm glad I said no to your stupid ass. And don't forget, he's place. like a fuck boy, by the way. Remember on the hunt? He's like, oh, well, back in my youth, I used to sleep with a lot of women. It's like, well, guess what? just happened to you so you better chill out now you know how it feels yeah but i love that it's all his reputation it comes back down to and so ray ray is like well but listen this means more than just being a whore i mean listen egg on the conqueror united the seven kingdoms so that we could and he's like i'm mad i'm so mad (laughs) so he walks off crying and she's like Kristen. i don't know why a man named Kristen. Why would I expect a man named Kristen not to walk off crying? <laughs> but I want orange and cinnamon, mummy. So um, good for so, her. I say, Team Ray Ray, good for you. Not bowing to the dick the second yeah. that some guys like, well, we have to get married. You have to run away with me. What's everyone gonna think of me? She's like, oh, fuck off. I'm I'm the queen. Stupid. Go. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like his whole like his whole thing is that he's so like uh attached to the idea of like what like of, of duty a sense of duty and then and then the moment like the queen's like oh remember like we all play a role in this all of a sudden now we can't deal with it so they get back home and then sir Kristen he's summoned by the queen uh because remember she had the conversation with what's his buns so she summons him 
Um, and uh, and so he shows up, and so so the so Allison gives the baby to Sue, and Sue takes Al- the baby Allison out. rocking this baby. I love the views of Allison as a mother that they show because they are so funny. Every time they show her with the baby, she's just got the baby on her knee, and she's like drumming her knee like with misery on her face, like God, I hate this. And the nursemaids are looking at her, and you know she's one of those who's like. No, I'll do it. It's my child. I'm here. I'm going to rock my own baby. I don't care that I have help. I'm the mother here. I will rock. And the second anyone comes in, she's like, take this fucking baby. Just take <laughs> it. Right. Sue is like, are you sure you don't want you're, you're just really doing it wrong. I think it'd actually be better if I just do it. Are you sure? No, it's my child. I take care of my baby. Okay. I do it all. I have a lot on my plate. Oh, oh sorry. Kristen's here. Take the baby. Take the baby. So Kristen comes in and she's like, I fear that this is a delicate matter I must question you on. He's like, I'm your servant as always. And she's like, um, are you trying to take off your clothes? <laughs> He's like, yes, do you have a drill? She's like, no, 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 no. It's not about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that with you. He's like, are you sure? It's like taking off his sword, dropping it He's on like, the ground. Like, I was oh a little God. confused because you have some tapestries up of people having sex on the wall. Do you realize that? She's like, oh, so I do. Anyhow. Well, sorry for sorry you had to walk into Tapestry Hub. All right. <laughs> so um, she wants. So now that she's heard this thing from from Laris, she she wants to find out. She still thinks that Rhaenyra had sex with Damon. That's what she is thinking. So she wants to get to the bottom of it. So she starts asking him. She's like, she's like, hey, like sit down with me next to the sofa. It's totally cool. You won't get in trouble. It's fine. So he like sits and down. And you just hear, plonk. She's like, is that hitting up against your armor? Tell it no. We're not doing that. I told you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So she's like. It really hurts, actually. <laughs> Got to be honest. It really hurts. Hopefully they can make me stretchy one day. This is unbearable. She's like, well. My father received an accounting of a lapse of morals that may have occurred between God. It is, of course, unthinkable for me to question the morals of the princess. I do, however, wonder if she's a little slutty slut face, little slut. And he's like, okay, I fucked her. I fucked her. I'm sorry. I did it. Totally like, why are you so terrible? Why? Like, how do you not like? Deny, deny. Well, first of all, she doesn't. She, of course, she doesn't even say the name. So he falls. Like it's it's one of those stupid things where like, if she just said Damon, it would all be avoided. But because she didn't actually, was like, I fear that I heard that Rhaenyra had sex with. You know, it was me. It was me. It was me. I did it. I did it all. And she's like, Oh, now I thought she would be actually kind of happy, but then she's still mad because Rhaenyra's still lying to lied her. to her regardless yeah, she broke her trust and she so, had her dad basically like because she took Rhaenyra's side her dad was sent off so she's really mad yeah well you should stick up for your friend anyway because she could fuck whoever she wants why can the men all do it why could your dad send well, you to fuck the king but this is bad well also Allison needs to get over it because last time I checked um Allison was the one who went and seduced her best friend's father and married him so okay Allison, exactly. you can just chill out okay yeah. you can chill out Rhaenyra is allowed to have sex with her hot bodyguard yeah hungry hypocrisios <laughs> I was gonna say jealous bitch but hungry hypocrisio is good too so um she's like what and he's like oh my god her instigation 
She started it. She made me do it. Oh, God, it's no excuse. My oath has been broken. I've dishonored myself. I deserve no consideration, even though I she just... totally made me do it. She totally <sighs> made me do it. I mean, I saw oranges. I saw cinnamon. I just started thinking about a life together, making pies and breakfast and all sorts of wonderful things. We got a little restaurant off in the corner of Essos. I just, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I went too far. I went too far. And he's like, please pity me. I'd ask rather than gelding me and having me torture you. You sentenced me to death. I will have death. Blink, blink. Are you still hard? How is that thing still hard? <laughs> talking about murdering you. I'm I know, sorry, I'm a... I was talking about oranges and cinnamon and it just happened. <laughs> it's a trigger for me. I just... <laughs> I love Cinnamon House magazine. She's like, well, thanks for your honesty. You may go. And he's like... You sure you don't want a little... Su- Get out! Get out now! <laughs> and my note on this is, he sucks. I hope he dies now. Okay? Yeah, That is my he wish. really sucks. He saw that... First, he tried to strong-arm her into a wedding, and now he sells her out to the queen. So now we go over to the model city, and um, the king... <laughs> we hear a, the maester being like, Oh, the king, you must rest. I'll bring the leeches in a moment. Ah. <laughs> And then this other guy's like, by the way, I made some herbal remedies that might be more effective than, I don't know, leeches. Can I try them out? And, and the doctor's like, no, like no, more no. effective than tiny little sea slugs that suck your blood out. Get the fuck out of here, Betty Crocker. All right. <laughs> he loves the leeches. Everyone loves leeches. Okay. Who here? Okay. On a scale of orange to cinnamon, what is a leech? If you say orange, I agree. Orange for leeches. So then uh, he leaves. The doctor's like, Lee, how can you believe it? Herbs. And uh, <laughs> the nurse is like, um, Meatloaf, take these take these herbs. Just take them. Give them to the king. Trust me. Trust me on that. So uh, the king drinks from the vial because cause Orwell gives him like a vial to help him sleep. And then he's like, the hand is there. And so now the king's getting really needy. He's like, will I be remembered as a good king, Lionel? And Lionel's like, um, I mean, you know, I mean, you'll, people remember you. I mean, I'm, you know, you know, you know, you know what? You made a lovely, you built that fountain in the town square. People love that fountain. So I think so. Yes. Listen, if all that's important is people remembering something about you, I would suggest giving high fives. All right. <laughs> Just the look on their faces. They'll write about that for sure. They'll yes, write about yeah. it. It's like, but oh, I haven't suffered. I haven't. Fought, I haven't conquered, I haven't suffered defeat. Yeah, it doesn't really make a good fortune. It really doesn't make a good song, does it? Meatloaf is like, well, you do like big butts and you cannot lie, sir. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything in that. Hey, it's ha- not really setting off the ding, ding, dings for songs. I, uh, shall I arrange for a call with Mark Ronson? Perhaps he could figure out a good song for you. I mean, you know, you don't have to do heroic things to have a good song sometimes. It could just be about, let's party tonight. It really works well. Well, sir, your love does lift us all up where we belong. Yeah, it's not really, this doesn't sound like a good song to me. Bill, you are the wind beneath our dragon wings. That sounds like a good space <laughs> yeah, song. Sounds like crap, utter crap. No one wants to hear that song. What about take take my breath away? Take my breath away, King. <laughs> no, that song sucks. Hmm. Well, sir, you know you are always happy on your birthday. Maybe something about a happy birthday. No, nope, terrible, <laughs> terrible idea for a song. 
listen, we will speak with the bards and they will write a song for you. And like some people have waited a lifetime for a moment like this. Ah, there we go, King. That's a good song for you, right? <laughs> so uh, Meatloaf is like, listen, you know, you bitch that you didn't get to do anything. But then people who do get to do things bitch about doing things. So you really can't win this one, can you? This thing called life. And the king's like, but I could have been like Aegon. <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's a part of me that wishes I had been tested. I mean, in the crucible, I might have been forged a different man. I mean, no offense, your grace, but um, you're decaying in the bathtub. Not sure anything could have fixed that. <laughs> So he stares at the fire and closes his eyes. And we're like, is he dead now? Is he dead? That's the whole episode. You're like, is the king dead? Did he I die? Know. I keep expecting it. But now. Because now they they like cross dissolve into white heaven clouds. Yeah. It's like the king closes music. his eyes and they're like, death and heaven. Yeah. And the music's like, dun, 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 dun. So we're like, oh, it's the royal funeral. But it's actually dragons coming in. To see the royal, it's the, it's the wedding weekend. It's a big wedding weekend. Everyone is coming in. They've hired the best entertainment. Gaga is going to be doing a number. It's amazing. Robin is going to be do, DJing a set. Really, it's, we, it's we know Rainice is coming because we hear, "Hey, Rainice, you look great on that dragon, girl. You look great up there." <laughs> and it's Larry, like with the cane, like who can't wait to question her later. Hey, Ray, Ray, hey, Rainice, find me. Ray, Ray, number one. Ray, Ray, number one. I'll be by the by the weird flowers from Bravos. Come talk to me. <laughs> so now people are coming into like the the big the big hall, the reception area, and so Sir Harold is announcing. Everyone's like, "How's Lannister? Oh, we're there, Lord Jason Lannister, Lord Paramount of the West, and Master of Castellary Rock. And how's Hightower? We're there, Lord Robert Hightower, King of the Leader of the the People of the West." Listen, what can we just next next time around? Can we just shorten it? Just give like one title. Just keep it one title max, and then everything else will put up on a screen, and they can read what you are. <laughs> but just one title for the announcements. Thank you. I know they're like we did have an orchestra to you know wave you off when it got too long, but they're all drums. Like everybody <laughs> in that orchestra plays a drum. I mean, it's just too much. <laughs> So then Jason walks up. Jason Jason Stark. I mean, I'm sorry, not Jason, Jason Lannister. Lannister. <laughs> Big difference. And so he He's walks like, up. Oh, hi. He's all surly. He's like, oh, hi there. Oh, congratulations, princess. You make a fine match with what's his buns over there. She's like, thanks, Jason. Can't think of a better man. LOL. <laughs> get it. He's like, I don't. But I'll think about it for a moment and I will get back to you. Thank you very much. And uh, he's like, well, if this is the welcome feast, I can only imagine the wedding, eh? The king's like, well, she is going to be queen. <laughs> Speaking of real queens, <sighs> where's your fiancé again? Is he, is he here? Does he already have a room? Is he checking in? <laughs> and so um, <laughs> so then the king's like, well, because Allison isn't there yet. He's like, well, right, I, he really I, meant Allison. He meant, like, the real queen. Yeah. And so, um, how? by the way, how... How ironic that we're doing all this queen discussion on the day of Queen Elizabeth's funeral. What a day for queens. So the king is like, I understand the queen is still readying herself for the celebrations. And Jason's like, this is why men wage war. Because women would never be ready in time for the battle. High five, everyone. Come on, up high, ladies. Rhaenyra, anyone? Anyone? High five. Women big late for battle. No one? 
Okay, I'll go sit down. Uh, so uh, Ray's like, yeah, your misogyny jokes are always hilarious, but this braid atop my head is someone who gave up prime ass for this. Clear him. And he's like, oh, by the way, can I have my poker back? You know, the poker I was going to trade for your daughter. That'd be great. I don't really get your daughter, did I? Love the poker. Okay. You know, the one the one you use on the non-white stag. Great use of, a, of an awesome poker, by the way. What are you going to use it on next? A frog. Uh, so Gerald, who is the cousin of Rhea Perlman, who was like, hey, are you sure you want to go hunting alone? Um, he's there and he just cuts right in the line, like in, in front of the hello line. He's like, yeah. hi, hi, it's me, Rhea Perlman's cousin. And the king's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for la- Lady Rhea passing. You know, I mean, I've had so many waitresses since I first met her. None of them has given me quite the attitude that she has. We'll miss her. We'll miss her. <laughs> She's, and he's like, well, I have something to say, and it's very important. And the thing I want to say is the following. And it's like, and then uh, Cor- Lord Corliss comes in, like his whole family. And so now it's like, Lord Corliss of House Valerian, Lord of the Tides, Master of Driftmark, and his lady wife, Princess Radice, the queen who never was. We can still laugh at that. It's pretty funny. Targaryen and their son and heir, Laenor Valerian, and future King Cutter. <laughs> And also their daughter. God, how many people are in this family for crying out loud? Just the rest of them. Just the rest of them. So they come in and um, Laner and Rhaenyra, he, you know, give little kiss hands and they get applause. They're like, my betrothed, my betrothed. And they're like, wink, 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 wink. And everyone gives them an applause, standing ho. And Laenor's like, um, let me bow. Please take my hand. And then we just hear Kristen like, or we see him like, he's up against a pillar. I'm confused. I can't can't look in her face. I'm going to stand here because I'm going to be your protector. I'm like, well, if you're going to be your protector, you should put your helmet on, by the way, like every other night that's in there. He's like, oh, my chastity. (laughs) So then um, the boyfriend, long mouthed, is like, "Mm, look at how I'm bowing. <laughs> he's like finally made it i'm in the red keep nothing can go wrong yeah this fucking guy hey long i know your name is Longmouth, okay but can we try some subtlety i mean I for know. christ's sake he's like yes made it he's like can i try on your tiara is it too soon <laughs> like girl stop winking he's like across the room like ah, ah, keep faking it honey <laughs> they're so in love yay hetero love i love hetero love is there a ginger voguing on the dance floor? Can we can we get him out of the way? Is he, did he just do a did he just do a drop? What is happening there? Yeah, it's not subtle at all. So everyone is settled. Everyone sits down, and you know what that means. The drama queen Damon has to make his entry. Like, yeah. is there a certain point where people just get sick of Damon walking into rooms like this? I know. Like, he just stands outside and waits for everything to be settled. And then he's like, clomp, clomp, and like comes <laughs> down with his posh spice hair, giving everybody looks like, it's me. <laughs> it's yeah. me. I mean, at some point, someone has got to see him standing out there and be like, hey, by the way, Damon's about to walk in. So just pretend you don't notice him. But like no one is on the lookout for Damon. He just walks the man's right in. he got a head like a flashlight. How does nobody see him coming? <laughs> Seriously. So the king is like mad, but he puts a chair out for him at the table. And then the king's like, all right, I'm going to make a speech. I'm going to try to keep the coughing to a minimum. <coughs> well, 
Already failed on that point. So, well, with House Targaryen and... And... And then all of a sudden... There's silence, and everyone, like, cranes their neck, everyone turns, and, like, I'm expecting Julia Roberts to walk in to be like, hello, everyone, it is me, film's Julia Roberts, but it's just Allison standing there, and everyone's like, oh, Allison is walking in during the King's speech, what an upstaging moment. I know, Damon's like, oh, really, no one could have told me that she was waiting to do this, my <laughs> upstage walk has been upstaged by that upstage walk, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Seriously. So and then uh, um, Larry is talking to um, the hot not the hot guy. What's his name? It's, her, it's Wait, his brother. I, I I forgot his name, but it's his brother. Oh, I've and got it, Sir Harwin Breakbones Strong. Yeah, he's talking Harwin. to his brother, and Breakbones. I love that name. So he's talking to him, and he goes, "Oh, the beacon on the high tower. Do you know what color glows when Old Town goes to war?" And Red. the hot knight looks at <laughs> he no. looks at her dress, and he's like. Let me guess. Green. <laughs> so, so obvious. You're so, it's obvious tea. So it's just selling. Obvious tea. <laughs> Allison is declaring war. So uh, so Allison walks down. This, and this time she has full bitch face on. Like, she's always been like a little unsure. But this is the first time she's finally like, you know what? I am the queen. And I am going to act like a queen for crying out loud. So she walks down. She's like... She, like glides down and then she comes up to the, the central table and then she sees Rhaenyra and she's like congratulations stepdaughter what a blessing this is for you and let me say it again stepdaughter so <laughs> she's really like asserting her, she's like a power move for her yeah and the king's just looking at her dress like she knows this is for war right <laughs> <laughs> she wear a green dress on accident then <laughs> And Ray Ray's like, oh shit, she's pissed. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but she's pissed. So everybody sits. And um, the king's like, oh God, my speech, where was I? Meatloaf is like, "Mm, I think you were calling Happy Birthday a useless song. Fucking moron. (laughs) You don't realize how much money you could get in royalties. I'm telling you, just go with it. No, 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 no. I don't think it's a necessary song. So he's like, well, with, with House Targaryen and House Valerian united, I hope to herald in a second age of dragons. And oh, oh, my pinky just fell off. Everyone, don't look. Don't mind that. What was I saying again about the houses together? I know that I'm looking at you straight on, but I think one of my butt cheeks just fell down my pant leg. All right. But you know what? We're going to be powerful. Dragons, yay. And everyone's like, oh my God, dragons. Yes, dragons. And he goes, and so they're basically, like, they're all cheering. And everyone, there's a lot of, like, happiness again. So now you know shit's going to go down very soon because now everyone's smiling and cheering. And so now it's like, everybody, get on the dance floor. It's time to move very slowly with your hands by your shoulders. Everyone, do the dance. So they all get out there. They do their little, like, car wash dance, you know. And this is so like a soap opera. I love it because it's the big group event where every family's there and then all the main characters just give each other looks from across the dance floor, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like one, you know, they all start doing the intermingling or whatever. It's like the season finale of a soap opera. <laughs> so um, also this is like an eight day event or something. They have this. This is like the beginning. It's like one of the most annoying weddings ever. We've <laughs> all had this so friend mad. who's like, on Sunday, we're having the hi, the welcome dinner. Then on Monday, we're all doing bowling, but everybody has to dress like their favorite Muppet. 
<laughs> then on Tuesday, and then they've got like a, a whole week of yes, a whole week of shit to do. And you're like, oh, I'm missing work. I get one week off of work, and this is what I'm doing. So Damon is like glaring. Everyone's glaring. All the all the lovers are glaring because Damon's glaring at Rhaenyra because he's like jealous. And then the ginger is like glaring at Lenor because he's jealous that Lenor is dancing with her, even though he was down for this. And then what's his face? Kristen is like making a whole big thing about not looking. So everyone's like feeling things. And then down on the dance floor, Ray Ray is like, I was never much of a dancer. I'm like, you guys are barely even dancing. <laughs> There's like two steps and you just have to sway back and forth and twirl around. And she's like, oh, I wasn't much of a dancer. Hard to and get Le- these two things down. Pat. And Lenore is like, don't worry, I've got it. He starts like doing the flossy. She's like, oh, God, subtle, subtle, darling. It's the on the as hands, Jay. <laughs> so um, they do this. Their dancing is weird. It's like some weird spread eagle kind of dance. And then they like have a little shimmy. Yeah. I'm like, who choreographed? This is who choreographs a shimmy into a group dance <laughs> at a wedding at it's from the a Red time, Key. you know? <laughs> That's why Kristen was so mad. He was like working on. He, he had like a whole dance that he was ready to show off. He's like, no, I can't even do it. It's well, I suppose I'll dance. save my triple time step for another day then. <laughs> right. Let's go do the mashed potato. So then, um, uh, so everyone's upset, and there's everyone's, everyone's. It's a whole again, lots of glares, and so then Allison is mad. So she stands up and she walks away. Um, I'm like, again, why are you so mad about this situation? You're the one who went behind your friend's back and started sleeping with her dad. So, like, I really don't want to hear it from you, Allison. And Damon's just being creepy, staring at Rhaenyra and everybody, you know, um, what's his buns long mouth sees it. And he's like, ooh, guess something's fishy over there. But mm-hmm. then he sees um, Kristen staring at her and he's like, ooh. But something's fishy there, too. <laughs> so then uh, Mr. Roper sees the queen coming and he's like, oh, private time. Let's have a talk. Love your green dress. OK, because it's mine. When are we declaring war on these fuckers? Let's do it. Let's <laughs> kill them all now. You want to kill them now? Shall we do it now? It's going to be fun. I hope this isn't too obvious. Us standing in the front row together <laughs> gossiping about your green dress, which I love, by the way. Is it too obvious that I brought a little green towel and I'm swirling it over my head? Go green! Go green! Yes, Uncle, please stop doing that. I'm kind of handling it myself with my dress. Where's the waiter? I'd like to order some green juice, please. (laughs) (laughs) So then, um, so now Gerald, meanwhile, he finally walks up to Damon and he's like, well... In the Vale, men are made to answer for their crimes, even Targaryens. And Damon's like, who the fuck is this commoner <laughs> coming to the court person's ba- table? God, who are you? He's like, Sir Gerald, I am cousin to your late lady wife. And he's like, oh, God, yeah, that was a terrible thing. I'm positively bereft. Terrible accident. The entire world is robbed of sarcastic, rude, terrible service from <laughs> yeah. now on. And Gerald is like, well, you know better than anyone that it was no accident. And Damon's like, oh, so are you, are you confessing? And Gerald's like, no, I am making an accusation. So, and then Lionel's watching like, what's, what's going on with these two? Should I know about this? And Damon's like, well, here, men answer to their slanders, even old cut fitnesses like you. Glad you stopped by. Oh, by the way, I need to talk about my inheritance. And he's like, 
what? Excuse me, your inheritance? He goes, yeah, because, you know, I'm a husband, so whatever Rhea was due now passes to me. So she stood to inherit all of Runestone, did she? And Gerald's like, um... I'm not really. You don't know me. I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't even I'm gonna, have a cousin. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go. Gerald's like, I really should have considered out. that. I should have considered yeah. that before I I tried to attack yeah. him. That was that was should've a that was a mistake. I should have just. You <laughs> yeah. know what? I should have done what my wife said. Let's just let's go fishing today. And said I was like, no, I've got to go to this wedding and blow up this man's spot. But I, you know what? I get it. We make mistakes. Well, after the wedding, I'm going to use some of my flyer miles and I'm going to fly in and I'm petitioning Lady Jane herself. What do you think about Maybe I'll see you there, hon. Okay, you need some help? Your jaw's on the floor. All right. All right. You're not the only long mouth here, agent. (laughs) And Lionel's just watching and his jaw is like, he's like, bitch. (laughs) He's like, did anyone just see this? Did you see what Damon just had that we handled Gerald? Did anyone? This was good. No one. Was I the only one who saw that? <laughs> so then um, Lena, the girl, the lady, is looking over and watching. He catches Damon watching Ray Ray. And she's like, oh, God, here we go with some more sexy incest. Love it. And he sees her staring and he's like, I see you, bitch. And so then she's like, mm, really? Well, I'm going to sexy dance with a man in a train conductor's hat. And he's like, mm, I'm going to step in. And then meanwhile, uh, Joffrey is talking to um, Lenor. And Joffrey is like, we all know, we all know this guy, the one who's like, oh, my God. Those two are totally fucking. I totally know they're fucking. I guarantee you. Okay, who wants to make a bet? They're fucking, okay? Because he has kind of sussed out that Kristen and Rhaenyra have a thing going on because he just sees the way... Because Well, it's not hard because Kristen's being so emo by that pillar. He's like... So it's like very, very obvious. I was going to say, not subtle at all. And when he tells Lena, he's like, yep, found a lover. He's like, how could you tell? He's like, she's positively... Puss punched. Look at him. I mean, he can't <laughs> stop staring. Uh, so they're like, this is definitely like, this is it. You know, and, and, and in fact, the ginger is like, he's like, actually, like, this is a really good thing because now we all have like a mutual secret together, right? So then. Um, so Damon is dancing with Lena and he's like, has anyone told you you're as pretty as your brother? And she's like, ha, I don't want to build a snowman. Stop asking, little girl. It's like, I don't get that <laughs> reference. It. <laughs> She's like, sorry to hear about your wife. And he goes, oh, God, she had the face of a hatchet and the butt of a joke. Don't be sorry. I'm not. She wasn't kind to me. Look at me. I'm sad. God, thank God I have this angular haircut to make me feel better. She's like, hot. It's hot. <laughs> so then Joffrey walks up to Kristen and he's like, they make a handsome match, don't they? And Kristen's like, what? Who? I don't know. I don't care. I don't like her anyway. And he's like, hmm. Anyway, that was weird. But I'm talking about, you know, Ray, Ray, and Lenor, and he's like, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't like about orange and cinnamon. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, I don't like her. I, I don't love her. Why? I didn't say that. You said that. And he's like, don't be coy, Chad. I'm Sir Joffrey Longmouth. They call me the Knight of Kisses. <laughs> Get it? Don't know why. Can't imagine. He's like, um, excuse me, I'm on duty, trying to give desperate, sad victim looks here. Can you just tell me what you want to move on? He's like, listen, you don't know me, but we're both deeply invested. The princess is important to me, and I know the princess is to you. Get it? We need to make sure they're safe. 
so we're all safe. And then he's like talking to him really weird. And then they do a shot of Kristen's crotch while he walks off. And I couldn't tell. I watched it three times because I was like, is this hot? <laughs> but I couldn't tell if he rubs up against his crotch or if he just passes too cr- close and Kristen like backs off. Mm. It's like, what the fuck with this guy? Yeah. yeah. But actually what the guy was saying was like, listen, I'll keep your secret. You keep my secret. We got a good situation right. here. Let's like not fuck up. That's kind of what he's saying. But of course, he's doing it in a smarmy way because that's how the show writes gay characters. So then um, so now there's like more dancing and more drumming. And so we just know like death is about to happen because there's like everyone is smiling bigger than they ever have before. Like huge smiles like nothing could possibly go wrong. And uh, then Damon goes up to Ray Ray. And he starts, now he's trying to sort of seduce her again. And, you know, they start talking in Targaryen. He's like, is this what you want? And she goes, well, I was not aware that what I wanted mattered to you. Ha, zing. You left me pantsless in a whorehouse, you dick. And he's like, but he's not right for you. I mean, he's a fine knight and all, and he'll bore you senseless. His hair, what does he put in that? It's something called palm aid. Right? I don't really understand it either, but it's pretty. And listen, marriage is just a political arrangement anyway. Or so I hear. And he says, well, Marnie's over. Bitch face Betty took a nap under a horse. <laughs> Idiot. <All right. laughs> so basically, um, he's like, let's come on. Let's like, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here and get married out in the Vale. Okay, I'm about to get this inheritance runestone. It's, you know, close to the town center. Great views, open concept. And he like sort of, cups his hand on her on her jaw almost like he's about to kiss her and then we like cut to the king who's watching he's watching and he's mad about all this but there's all these people and then there's like commotion so at first you think oh no something happened with Damon Damon did something and there's screaming and there's knights are pouring in and you're like what's going on and then as of course the king is like what the seven hells is going on here as if like anyone's gonna like really pay attention to the king right now and then and then Mr. Roper gets up and walks off, like speeds out of there. So it's like, wait a minute. Was this like some planned ploy by those guys to do yeah, something at the wedding? That's what I thought. Yeah. Because you don't know what's happening because Ray also told he's like grabbing the back of her neck and looking deeply into her eyes. And she's like, oh, you want me to you? Well, then cut through my father's king's God and take me to Dragonstone and make me your wife then if that's what you want. And then this big fight breaks out. So you're like, did he do that? What the yeah. hell is going on? So then they push her to the ground and like all it looks like all these guys are surrounding her. And then Lenor is thrown to the ground and Kristen starts punching him. And then Joffrey comes to him, and then he just beats the shit out of uh, Longmouth. Yeah, he like Gosh. kills him. He like he he beats and beats and beats him, and like his face is literally just like ground meat afterwards. And he's just go- and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Kristen? Like, first of all, this guy this guy literally did nothing wrong with you. Second of all, it feels problematic beating up a member of the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> well, I thought they were making it look like my first impression of it was that they were making it look like Longmouth was kind of coming on to him or like, like we're both the sluts in the family or something, kind of like rubbing him or being too close. And like he went into gay panic. He but then I was panic. like, okay, so maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just that he's so mad that he's going to beat the shit out of Lane or, but then when, um, Longmouth gets in the middle, he gets his face pummeled in instead. I couldn't really tell. I think it was kind of all of the above. I think he had like gay panic. I think he had, he he was like, there was like that frustration of like, I wanted to do something and I'm a man. I didn't get to do it. So I'm going to go after someone who's weaker than me, you know? And he just, yeah, but also I was panic. like, 
But I was like, you know, poor Lenor. Lenor loved this guy. Like, this was going to be... And also, like, you're stupid. You guys had a perfect arrangement. Like, literally, you could have had everything you wanted. And and you're also ridiculous for thinking that you could have actually just taken a queen away from her throne and lived happily ever after. Like, you being, like, the side piece for her is as good as it's going to get for you ever. And you've, like, fucked it up. And this was such a perfect, perfect situation. And then you had to... You couldn't control yourself and you had to go beat up poor joffrey and now it's everything's ruined well welcome to game of thrones are you new here no one gets out of here happy is there anybody happy on this show even the gays suffer everyone suffers and meanwhile the king is like falling apart the king's watching it and his blood's coming out of his nose he's not even hit and he's bleeding yeah the king is bleeding all over the place so yeah poor lanor sees joffrey dead on the floor and start he crawls over to him and just starts screaming and wailing so that secret's Corliss out is, Corliss is like well i guess the secret's out now <laughs> yeah but so then um now, now they just got suddenly, to a wedding yeah they're like okay we're doing this now then <laughs> it's like listen lock it down dead kid yeah l- lock it down so now there's a wedding and it's in the same room they just cleared everybody out we're like we're gonna have a small family affair all right <laughs> we're gonna we decide we want a small ceremony you know nothing bowling too, days nothing as fussy. your favorite muppet is out all right like no one even bothered to clean up the blood i was like you guys you want to like spiff it up a little bit i mean for crying out loud just try or maybe go to a different venue but they go and through now they it. they get to their symbolism here um they're heavy-handed but still really good i love this i'm really loving this show their symbolism where you know this poor kid is crying over his lover just getting slaughtered and ray's crying because she's like well this is awkward and so um we see them get married and the king falls in his crown falls to the ground and then we see a rat over a pool of blood and i'm like oh all the families around the crown and the rats at the blood love the symbolism and meanwhile while this is going on we see emo fucking palmated fucking Kristen out in the garden which how did he even get out into the garden how did he get there and he's not even willing he's not even gonna face by the way earlier he's like oh please don't torture me just kill me and now he's done something arguably even worse and he's like rather than face the consequences of what he did he's like i'm just gonna kill myself so he's like taking off his armor so that's like an hour and a half from taking off his armor and then he finally takes out the knife to like stab himself seppuku himself in the stomach and right before he's about to 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 you know die by suicide then you know allison comes out it's like sir Kristen, and then that's all we hear. Don't and, do it. And she stops him. And, you know, the king's To what end? We dead, don't know. Presumably dead on the floor. No. And we think the king's dead. But then in the previews for next week, the king is. Aww. We now move forward. I'm chill. I didn't get previews for next week. The previews are after the, the previews are after the credits. Oh, I'm so, so annoyed. I didn't even catch that. I was watching. I did get the After the Thrones or whatever oh. Game of Thrones after show. I saw that, but I rewound and I still didn't get the stupid. Go back okay, and look. so what's going to happen? What's going to happen? No, I well, did. I think they don't put it on the the on demand version, maybe. Maybe they no, put it on the live. I don't know. I well, either it. way, they um, next week. All the actors, they now have the bring in the adult actors, which I'm, I'm happy for. I'm ready for them. And uh, the king is still alive and he's like decrepit and um, looks like shit is like 
going nuts next it's just everything's just getting more and more chaotic but the king is alive he just he just fell over i think this is just the thing that happens to the king now is that he passes out two or three times a day oh my gosh i i'm gonna miss ray ray though i love her well you'll and get older ray ray she'll still be there uh, i'm no, excited for new allison no new allison i'm excited for new allison they show her and she seems like she's gonna be a disaster and I, i'm excited for her but I'm going to miss the actors because I really love watching the After the Thrones thing with Ray Ray. She's so funny on it. She's like, I mean, they all brother. I mean, they all uncle and niece, which is kind of gross. But I mean, I don't know. It's just how they did it then. <laughs> it's really funny. It's <laughs> funny seeing like such a modern young lady talking about yeah. Game of Thrones. I, I love, um, I'm going to miss I had her. To- I had to turn off. Uh, I had to like leave, so I, I wasn't able to watch the behind the, the episode thing. But I do want to watch it because uh, I'm excited to see what they have to say about everything. And also, I just love it when the creators of the show just get, get very serious about everything. Like, oh well, the feast. It was important to show the alignment of the genders and the wearing lots. The lamps that were hanging really represent the pain of the torture that the king feels. You know, I love yeah. that bullshit. The creators in this like little leather jacket. It's like Always. a really nerdy guy that they're like, but you'll look really hip if you wear this motorcycle jacket. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just finished watching episode three of The Bear. What were you asking me about my show? <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for being here. Go subscribe to Winter is Crappening over on Apple Podcasts or really wherever you're listening. Okay. And join us for Watch What Crappens, which is our Bravo podcast, five days a week, five shows a week. And we do a live show every Monday night called Take a Seat over on Spotify Live, the app. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern. So we'll see you there. Thanks for being with us. Bye, everyone. Bye.